0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rob's video blog. Um, It has been about nine weeks since I have had surgery on my knee. I had my ACL replaced and my meniscus repaired. Um, The rehab is going pretty good. I am walking around. In fact, I just came back from a, a trip to Montreal. Uh, two days of a lot of walking, uh, a lot of sightseeing, um, and my knees holding up pretty good. A little sore, a little bit of minor pain, a little bit of tightness, a little bit of swelling, but uh, by and large, uh, not too bad, all things considered. Um, I will say the past nine weeks and more, more appropriately, the six weeks that I spent on crutches really gave me a better understanding of what it's like to actually be permanently physically disabled and it's uh it's pretty terrible um i have an immense amount of sympathy for people who are permanently disabled either in a wheelchair or walking with cane or with crutches or something like that um it literally just takes you two to three to four times as long to do everyday activities as somebody who is just perfectly able able able-bodied so uh you know it it really takes a uh really takes a lot of character and a special person and a real uh Real adjustment to a lifestyle if you weren't born that way, uh, to deal with being permanently disabled. So I have a, I have an incredible amount of sympathy for uh, for people in that uh, in, in that uh, that walk of life. Uh, so if you see somebody who's uh, disabled or uh, injured or something like that, help them out. Um, they'll really appreciate it. One thing I will say is, and because I was temporarily disabled, um, I wanted people to help me because I'm just so used to my fast-paced life that. You know, getting up, walking around, doing the things that I need to do um, took so long that when people helped me, it was incredibly helpful. Um, I think it might be a slightly different mindset for those that are permanently disabled. Um, I think sometimes they feel like they don't want the help; they can do it themselves. They don't want people to pity them, which I do understand. Um, so I guess it is kind of a uh, kind of a, a sensitive area, but I think uh, I think it's always better to err on the side of being helpful and uh, and. Uh, that sort of thing. I, I would take look at it this way: if I offend someone with my kindness, I'll take that every day of the week rather than offending someone uh, without my kind in some other fashion. Um, something that I have known for a long time um, is that the vast majority of conflict, just in life in general, in relationships, in business, and in almost everything, comes down to one thing, communication, success in life, success in business, success in relationship, problems in life, problems in business, problems in relationship come down to how well you can communicate. Let me say that one more time. Success in life, success in relationships, and success in business comes down to how well you can communicate. Okay, when people understand what expectations are, when people agree to things, when people understand each other, there's, there's almost no room for conflict there. Um, and if there is room for conflict, it's known up front, and the parties can go their separate ways. Um, so with that being said, the biggest issue um, in miscommunication is not that someone says one thing and somebody hears something else, that does happen. You know, I'm sure every husband and every wife can attest to that and I'm sure every, you know, son of an older uh, uh, person or a daughter of an older person or a grandparent or uh, something like that can can attest that someone says something and they hear something else. But by and large, the biggest problem in communication is ambiguity. Ambiguity. Be clear about what it is that you are talking about. This actually kind of links back to, uh, the video blog that I talked about when it comes to thinking and problem solving. And also the other one, um, about using, um, about not using euphemisms. Be clear, be precise in what you're saying. For example, I will say something to my wife like, uh, well, would you like to eat dinner now? And she will reply with, I had a big lunch today. I can infer, that maybe that means she doesn't wanna eat dinner right now, but I don't know that. Did she have a big lunch, but now she feels okay and she wants to eat? Did she have a big lunch and now she's full and she doesn't wanna eat now? Did she have a big lunch and she doesn't wanna eat the rest of the night? I don't know. When a person asks you a question, you can editorialize, but be sure that you first or last directly respond to the question, Hey, do you want to go to the beer garden tonight? If I reply and say, Oh, I'm going to see my niece and nephew. What does that really mean? Does that mean that you're going to show up late? Maybe you'll come early for an hour and then see your niece and nephew. Are you not coming at all? That doesn't answer my question. The correct, the the clear answer should be, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for inviting me to the beer garden, but no, I won't be coming. I'm going to spend the evening with my niece and nephew. That is an appropriate response. And this might seem silly, and these are silly examples, but, please, but I'm telling you, if you implement this strategy in your life, the level of clarity that you will have in your communications with, your, with people throughout your daily life will be tenfold better. There will be so many less miscommunications, and you'll be amazed at how much the level of conflict in your life goes down. So be clear when you ask a question, don't ask an ambiguous question. Do you like, well, you know, someone asks you, you know, uh, what do you think of this? Okay. It's kind of an open-ended question. What do you think of this pen? Well, I can reply to that in like a myriad of ways. And as long as I'm willing to accept someone says, well, I think that's a pink and gray pen, or someone says, I think that's a small pen, or someone says, I think that that pen is not big enough to write on a piece of paper. I don't know. As long as you're willing to accept that as an answer, I I guess that's fine. But be clear in your questions, in what what information you're trying to obtain. And when you answer the questions, answer it directly i'm not saying you have to be robotronic would you like to go to dinner at 3 p.m uh april 15th wednesday night or wednesday afternoon yes i would like to go i'm not saying you have to be like that but ask a clear question would you like to go to dinner at 8 p.m no thank you i won't be going to dinner tonight i'm very tired from my long work day i'm going to bed early that's clear you can editorialize you can, you know, convey additional information. You don't sound like a robot, but you uh, you eliminate the possibility of ambiguity and conflict. Now, I don't normally do this. I don't normally um, endorse products, but I have, and my wife. Uh, Recommended getting. My parents were actually nice enough to buy it for us. I think it was for Christmas or my birthday or something. The Philips Diamond Clean electric toothbrush. Now it's an expensive toothbrush. It's like it's like 175 bucks or something like. It's a crazy expensive toothbrush. But I will tell you this: it feels like you came right from the dentist every time you use this toothbrush. This toothbrush is fantastic. It's really nice. It's really high quality. The brush heads last a long time. They're a little expensive, the brush heads. They're like 15 or 20 bucks or something like that for like two brush heads. But I think if you go to Costco, you can get like a pack of 10 for a little bit cheaper. Um, And the the brush heads last a lot longer than a regular toothbrush. They, 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 they remove so much more plaque. It's unbelievable. If you haven't brushed your teeth for like three or four days, which is really gross, but you know, after over time using a regular toothbrush, you know, months down the road, you start to get plaque building up on your teeth. This stuff, this thing will remove that plaque. Sometimes you got to pick it with your finger or something like that. This will remove that plaque. And in addition to removing an insane amount of plaque and making your teeth feel so smooth and so clean, it is so good for your gums, healthy gums. Uh, you can't really see on this, but healthy gums should be light, light, light pink. If your gums are like red or purple or something like that, that means that they are not healthy. Uh, if you just floss your teeth and you, your gums start to bleed, that means that means they're not healthy. You still have to floss with this toothbrush, but. I have noticed from using that that my gums are like light, light, light pink. They're so much healthier. And when I went to the dentist, the dentist even remarked and said, Oh wow, have you been flossing more? You know, your gums look really uh, look really healthy. No, I haven't been. I have been flossing, but not more often than I normally do. It's a toothbrush that has done it. Um, if nothing else, if you can afford it, if nothing else, just for the clean feeling that you get. When you get done brushing your teeth with, with this toothbrush, your mouth will feel so clean. Almost like that Orbit commercial, you know, a clean, uh, dirty mouth, clean it up with Orbit. Well, dirty mouth, clean it up with the uh, Phillips Diamond Clean, because it's legit. It really works. It also has like five different modes, like a whitening mode, a cleaning mode, a massage mode and stuff like that. I just use it on the clean mode. Uh, my wife uses like the the whitening mode. I I don't know if there's really any difference between those, but it's pretty awesome. I would highly recommend it if you can afford it. Um, so that's uh, that, that's my one product plug. Um, and just to, just to finish up, one thing you know, <clears throat> occasionally uh, I'm reminded of things that I intuitively know or things that I know, but you just get you just get this kind of aha moment uh, every once in a while that kind of reinforces something. Um, and you know the the idea that you know we all have choices in life. We all get to make decisions. We all get to make choices. Um, you know, we're all born into certain situations. We all kind of don't have we don't have a choice of who our parents are, what our genetics are. A lot of our life is kind of thrust upon us. We don't really have a choice, uh, but we do have a choice as to how we react. To the things in life that are thrust upon us, and it was funny. I just, you know, I was going to get uh, get lunch a couple weekends ago with my with my busted knee. I was crutching around, and I was in the Garwood Plaza. <clears throat> and I pulled in, and I got out of the car, and I really wanted a salad, so I went to Salad Works, and I had a salad, and it was delicious. And I'm looking around, and the people in Salad Works are, you know, regular regular folks. You know, kids, parents. Uh, you know, it looked like two people were kind of on like a casual date. Um, and I'm watching the people walk by and directly next door to Saladworks is Muya, which is a fantastic, which is a really good burger place. Um, and I'm watching the people walking in there and all the people walking in there are overweight, they're heavy, um, they don't look like they've made the healthiest uh, diet decisions and it just kind of was like... You have a choice you have a choice today i did good and i chose you know the healthier food i just happened to want it that day too so it was easy for me but uh, you always have choices you don't get to choose your genetics you don't get to choose your family you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose but you can't pick your friend's nose uh, but you can uh, you do get to determine how you react to the things in life that are foisted upon you so uh, just keep that in mind as you go through uh, as you go through your days and you go through your life Sometimes crappy situations are pushed upon you, sometimes awesome situations are pushed on you. Um, but ultimately, uh, how that situation turns out, uh, by and large, is, uh, is determined in how you react to it. So, uh, thanks everyone for watching. I'm, I'm gonna try and continue to update this as frequently as possible. Um, if people would like me to put an audio-only version on like a uh, podcast uh, server or something like that, let me know, I don't think I have enough people that really demand that, my cousin wanted me to do it so he can uh, listen to the, the video blogs going to work while he navigates, so I might do that uh, for him. But if anybody has a uh, desire for these things in just audio format, please let me know and I'll be more than happy to do it. Thanks for watching guys, see you next time.